This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gama. Gama powder coating systems offer you greater efficiencies while producing high-quality results. We provide the very best in powder delivery, application technology, and connectivity for smarter factory automation. With Gama, you get maximum performance and repeatability whether you are on the shop floor or away from it. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, Complete it with Gamma. Hello, all you powder coating fans, and welcome to episode thirty nine of the Astro Powder Podcast. I'm your host. Joe Powder, a.k.a. Kevin Biller, and with me, as always, is my esteemed colleague, sidekick, Nathan. He's so cool that his friends call him Old Cucumber Ed. He's ChemQuest Powder Coating Research's formulator dude. Wait, who, who me? Is this right? Oh, yeah. Um, we're broadcasting from the ChemQuest Powder Coating Research Studios in Columbus, Ohio. Purpose of the Astro Powder Podcast is to bring the latest news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community. So let's get it rolling. But before we do, shout out. I'd like to give a hearty shout out to the state of Ohio. It's Governor Mike DeWine, the Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther, and Jobs Ohio CEO, J.P. Nossif. And the reason why we're giving them a shout-out today is that Columbus, and really central Ohio, has been chosen by Intel to build a $20 billion factory to manufacture computer chips. Columbus was one of 35 or 40 different places that they were considering, and uh, the local people came through, including our governor, and basically uh, what Intel says, this $20 billion site will employ 3,000 regular workers, it'll take 7,000 construction jobs, and will spawn tens of thousands of additional jobs for related suppliers and partners. So that's a huge... Well, that's just the start of it, too. They're saying it could be the biggest semiconductor factory in the world. The $20 billion's the first phase, and they're saying it could be $100 billion Absolutely. when it's all said and done. Yeah, and you know, you know why this is really kind of important? Worldwide chip manufacturing... At least the the U.S. share has declined from being around 37% in 1990 all the way down to 12% currently, uh, according to the Semiconductor Industry Association. You know, with this comes trade-offs, of course. Intel is getting a 30-year tax break that will allow them to save $650 million, which there's even more to it than that. 
uh, experts are are kind of calculating around two billion dollars in savings. So they're definitely a trade off here. So let's get rolling on our what's up section. What's up? All right, first item comes from Arkema. Um, Arkema announced that they're going to open a new powder coating resin lab at their Cary, North Carolina location. Uh, they're planning to have it open by the end of the third quarter, 2022. But, yeah, Arkema is a supplier of polyester resins to the powder coating market. They recognize that there's... Uh, a need for new technology basically in the last 10 years or so they're saying so much more demand for low temperature, super durability, um, and other emergent technologies that, you know, they improve the technology of the resin. You can improve, um, the powder coatings that are made from it and advance the whole industry, I guess. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's important to note that this is their polyester division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arkham is a very large chemical company, and they're also very well known and a market leader in fluoropolymer, thermoplastic fluoropolymer technology, and also um, polyamide chemistry, among many other types of uh, chemistries. Yeah, those are the ones relevant to powder coatings, at least. Correct. Okay, and IPCM reports. Aero Sustainable Material Technology enhanced the latest Land Rover Defender with satin matte finishes. Uh, this Aero Sustainable Material Technology is composed of a surface structure that's inherently satin matte, requires no additives, enabling a lasting quality finish. There's zero VOCs, no PVCs, no CO2, no solvent. And no water used during manufacture, application, and usage. Um, this, you know, sounds really interesting and exciting. And you know, maybe I'll rant a little bit. <laughs> I went to their the website to try to figure out, okay, what is this coding that they're talking about that's so great? And, you know, the overly designed, beautiful-looking website with very little information i finally found a pdf downloaded it got to page 11 i was like oh it's a film that's put on with adhesive it's a really clever idea it has good performance and everything but like what are you guys even talking about Uh, they're very deliberate in making it a little bit uh mysterious i think when you open up their website (laughs) one of the most prominent things you you see when you click on their uh, landing pages it says Paint is dead. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's a catchy tagline. Yeah. And, you know, that's not, we're not talking about powder coatings here, obviously, but this does affect the, the, the coatings industry and uh, we'll be uh, paying attention to it as it uh, emerges as a technology. They've already commercialized it with Land Rover. Let's see where, where else they may, it may show up. Yeah, it's another option, you know, another piece of technology so it's always a good thing and from coatings world uh, ppg is funding projects at lipetsk state technical university in russia basically they're supplying a whole series of equipment 
to be used in training in codings-related disciplines and for individual student research. Yeah, this is interesting because they really, uh, it looks on the surface, depending on your perspective, uh, they've um, uh, donated 2.8 million rubles, I see, Nate, which equates to $38,000 of U.S. uh, currency. You know, they're... It's equipment that's specifically for coatings, so that's good to promote that in schools, I think. They donated a adhesion tester, thickness gauge, nitrogen generator, that sort of stuff. And now, it's time for the Q&A section, my friends. Do you have a question? Ask Joe Powder. Well, you can ask him. Ask Joe Powder. He has the answer. That old answer. Powder coating. It's the Ask Joe Powder podcast. All right, our first question comes from John in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He says, Good morning, Joe. I came across an article on the PCI website describing the storage conditions for powder coat powders. We're now expanding our storage area to accommodate low-temp powders for non-conductive substrates like MDF. We have a great debate internally. Maybe you can help. Does temperature or humidity matter more with the storage of low-temp powders? Any thoughts? Thanks. Hey, John, excellent question. Uh, Very timely as we're seeing an emergence of low temperature cure technology in the powder coating world uh, for for substrates like you mentioned, like MDF and certainly other lesser conductive substrates that are heat sensitive. So number one, temperature and humidity absolutely matter with all powder coatings. So just keep that in mind. But even more so when we're talking about low-temp powders. And low-temp powders can be either thermosetting types or UV curable, but it's pretty darn important to pay very close attention to not only storage conditions, but also the conditions of transportation and uh, logistics of uh, delivery of these products uh, to your site. Stability is important in two different very critical um, respects. One is chemically to avoid pre-reaction of the thermosets. When we make low temperature cure powder coatings, um, they are more highly catalyzed and they uh, are susceptible to advancement at elevated temperatures. Secondly, physical stability which uh, has to do with clumping, agglomeration, or worse, sintering, um, very critical as well. The rule of thumb is is keep the powder no higher than 25 degrees Celsius, which is about 75, 76 Fahrenheit, and keep the humidity at 60% relative humidity or less. It's important to keep all your containers sealed and keep the powder stored under those conditions. When you transport the powder from a storage area, especially if it's a different temperature uh, than the application area, it's important to take the powder and minimum of 24 hours before using it, have it conditioned or staged in your application area. Now, for powder that you've been uh, had in inventory for any amount of time, it's pretty important, if you have any doubt, to test 
before committing too many production parts. So it's important to spray a test panel or a board in your lab, and hopefully you have a lab that can do this, before hanging a bunch of parts on your uh, production line and finding out maybe something's wrong with the powder. If you can't do that, you may want to engage your coating supplier and uh, send them a sample to verify the coating quality before you're using it. So excellent question, John. Uh, wish you the best. Kind regards, Joe. All right, and our second question comes from Tito Mancia from Tijuana, Mexico. And Tito says, Hi, Mr. Joe Powder. I have a question. We have a powder process here in our facility. We use an epoxy, and it doesn't pass an accelerated exposure test. Question is, does this kind of powder pass the QUV test or not? We're having trouble with uh, some of our customers. Thanks for your time. Tito, thanks for your question. This is a good one. And uh, indeed, I can see how you're having troubles with your customers. So let me uh, break this down for you. Uh, basically, the QUV tests, it's, it's a very well-known uh, accelerated UV outdoor durability test um, that simulates a high-intensity UV environment uh, alternated with a, um, a very humid or condensing environment. The wavelengths of the UV used in the QUV cabinet are pretty close, but they're not identical to the sun. Regardless, it's a decent comparative test, especially when you're looking at similar formulations. Now, here's a key. Epoxy-based powder coatings will not last very long at all in a QUV chamber, and correspondingly, it will not last, they will not last uh, out in the sunlight. What will happen is you'll see uh, very rapid fading and chalking of the surface. Um, in QUV, it could be as in few as maybe you know, 48 hours you may see some uh, degradation. And, and another thing I want to mention is hybrid powder coatings, uh, which are comprised of Epoxy polyester chemistry um, will not survive very long in a QUV cabinet or outdoors. So those can't be considered for outdoor durability. That being said, uh, if you're looking for good to excellent QUV and outdoor durability, um, what I would recommend are polyesters, whether they're TGIC or HAA cured, um, aliphatic polyurethanes, um, which give you high chemical resistance in addition to outdoor durability, and acrylics, which are more or less automotive grade, and fluoropolymers, which can last upwards of 20 or more years in a highly uh, solar energy type environment. The other thing that's important with getting adequate uh, UV resistance is pigmentation. Bright colors sometimes are not so good. Uh, you have to be in concert with your powder coating manufacturer, supplier, to understand which ones are going to perform the best. Hope this helps. Uh, best regards, Joe. 
Well, that's why epoxies are often used, you know, they're used as a primer because they have really good corrosion resistance, but then you put a top coat on it, something that has good resistance to UV or um, functional coatings like rebar and pipe and um, just indoor, you know, you might see um, filing cabinets or office furniture sort of stuff that's based on epoxy in some, some way or another, but Definitely not for anything that's meant to stay out in the sun for any amount of time. Correct. And, you know, even automotive uh, under the hood uh, components can be, can use epoxies in some cases like, uh, you know, suspension parts or, or battery boxes or, or clamps, uh, things like that. But uh, they can't be left out in the sunlight because they will fade. Okay. It's now time for a word from our sponsors. Gamma's Optistar all-in-one control unit leads the industry with a design fusing electrostatics and power feed in one compact device. By combining the powder injector and control unit functionality into one device, you get the highest coating efficiency, fastest response times of powder output, and excellent cleaning performance. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. Configure it, feed it, optimize it, integrate it. Complete it with Gamma. The Powder Coating Research Group is now part of the ChemQuest Group, proud sponsor of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. ChemQuest Powder Coating Research is the only independent laboratory dedicated to powder coating technology. We do everything from evaluating raw materials, formulating the next generation of coating, developing new products, consulting, testing, troubleshooting, and training. Our parent company, ChemQuest, provides expert business strategy and advisory services in all aspects of the specialty chemicals value chain, including expertise in both liquid and powder coating. To find out more, visit our website at powdercoatingresearch.com or ChemQuest's website at www.chemquest.com. You can email Kevin Biller at kbiller at chemquest.com. Thanks for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. The ChemQuest Group is the parent company of CQPCR and provides strategic consulting to companies throughout the specialty chemicals value chain including advisory services on business strategy, market research, mergers, acquisitions, or divestitures, manufacturing excellence, and formulation, application development, and benchmarking for liquid coatings and adhesives through our sister facility, the ChemQuest Technology Institute. Please contact Edie Fox Abrams, Vice President of Business Development at info at we're back this uh next question comes from eric Gruss from either netherlands or st louis who knows he says joe is there any truth to shot blast being able to impregnate oils in the surface of steel i have a product that gets e-coated off site and i want to shot blast the product versus hand cleaning my customer is concerned well eric your customer has reason to be concerned 
And I can tell you, shot blasting can be a very good metal preparation step before applying powder coating or, or for that matter, any other type of organic coating. Um, the issue, however, uh, has to do if the shot blasting process is sloppy. Um, it's imperative to have clean blasting media. And just think about it. If the blasting media gets contaminated, um, you're just going to be uh, impinging the surface with dirty media. And uh, basically, you know, whatever uh, is on the surface of the media will get um, impregnated. I think that was the word you used, impregnated. Huh. Good word. Anyway, you'll embed the dirt and oil into the surface, which is just not a good thing. Um, those contaminants will compromise the corrosion resistance, and if there's really any oil, you'll, you'll probably experience things like fish eyes, cratering, and pinholes. So, this doesn't mean you can't use shot blasting, but it's just really important to keep the process and medium extremely clean. Yeah. The other thing is I can say that a good shot blast process uh, is, is oftentimes better than simple solvent cleaning because the blasting, when done correctly, actually provides a profile which will give enhanced adhesion of the coating that follows your metal preparation step. All right. Well, good luck with this, and I hope you can mitigate the issue. Give me a holler if you have any more questions. Kind regards, Joe. All right, let's talk about upcoming events. Hey, friends, where are we going? To an upcoming event. Uh, the second and third of March, 2022, that's coming up. Uh, the Powder Coating Kitchen Powder Coating Formulation Short Course. This is the 101 or the introduction to powder formulating where, you know, the two of us are going to be teaching the class and talking about all the components that go into a powder coating formulation, what to consider, and then how to actually put it together. It's hands-on experience in the lab, and there are still a few slots open for that. So get a hold of Kevin or myself if you'd like to find out more about the PC Kitchen. We always have a good time doing that one. It's it's uh, it's lectures, obviously, with uh, you know important things that we talk about, but... Uh, a fair amount of it's hands-on, and that's kind of the fun part. You get roll up your sleeves, put on your lab coat, and do some work in the lab and see how these things are made. And it's a small group, so um, it's very interactive. And, you know, if you have specific questions about your end of the industry, it's really helpful for that. All right, and the week after that is Powder Coating Week. That's at SeaWorld Renaissance Orlando in Orlando, Florida, that's the powder coating Institute's week long event. Um, it's the powder coating workshop where they talk about applying powder, the custom coders forum, and then the powder coating technical conference, which is presentations for two days about powder coating technology. And then, um, a expo or a, Tabletop. Tabletop yeah. show with all kinds of vendors and members of PCI that are showing off all their stuff. It's a good event. Yep. Then 
March 17th through 19th in Istanbul, Turkey is Paint Istanbul and Turk Coat 2022. In case you happen to be in the neighborhood, go to Paint Istanbul and Turk Coat. Boy, that's on my list. Someday I got to go. Someday. And then April 5th through 7th in Indianapolis, Indiana, is the American Coding Show and Conference. And we'll actually have a full booth there with ChemQuest. And uh, that's the massive show for raw material companies and powder or paint formulators. It's the big coding show happens alternating years. The American coding shows and even years and the European coding show is odd years. And then June 21st through 23rd, Abra Fadi is um, the big Latin American paint show in Sao Paulo, Brazil. That one's been, if you listen to the podcast, that one's been pushed back a few times, but Right now, the date is June 21st through 23rd, 2022. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, um, got a couple of things to say here. You know, we, we, we explain where you can find the Ask Joe Powder column, basically in print, but also on, on it become more and more on, on websites. But of course, our, our good friends at PPCJ, which is Polymers Paint Color Journal. Hey. Uh, Got that one right. Um, they they run a column of Astro Powder in every one of their issues. Paint and Coatings Industry are good friends from BNP Media. Uh, they'll be running it four times a year, I believe, uh, the Astro Powder uh, column of question and answers. Both of them will also feature the Astro Powder podcast. Uh, you'll be able to get it from their websites. But I'm really excited to with the news for 2022, uh, our good friends at IPCM, which is International Paint and Coatings Magazine, uh, Alessia Venturi and uh, Barbara Pagnati, uh, along with their colleagues, this year uh, we debuted in that wonderful magazine. Uh, and it also on their website, they have a, a button or a link for the Astro Powder podcast, but yeah, there's a good chance you're listening to this from their website right now. So yeah, good stuff. If really. That's true. Uh, Bonjourno. Yeah, they're great people there. Uh, so like all of our, our, um, uh, friends in the, uh, the media, uh, end of our industry. Good stuff. So thank you all of you. And you can find us online. Our home is at askjoepowder.com. If you want to be the first to know when a new episode comes out, subscribe on any one of your podcast apps. There's also a YouTube channel. You can find the link in our just in the show notes. Uh, if you prefer to get your podcast that way, please subscribe to the channel. It'll give you a notification when a new podcast comes out. And also we'll be able to choose a custom name when we get enough subscribers. So that'd be great. Uh, if you'd like to ask a question, the email address is askjoepowder at yahoo.com. And we have a, a voicemail box you can call at 1 478 ask joe It's 1 478 It's been a production of ChemQuest Powder Coating Research. Our original music, editing, and the stingers are done by Nick Page. 
And if you're listening to this in your car right now, we appreciate you. If you're listening to this at work, we're not going to tell your boss. If you're listening to it at home, what are you doing still wearing pants? (laughs) And keep your powder dry, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gama. Gama's Optiflex Pro Manual Gun uses Power Boost technology, which gives you the industry's highest charging power at 110,000 volts and 110 microamps, allowing for faster and more efficient powder coating. We're handing you more power, more quality, and more control. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gama. I was going to say, your mom was impregnated at least once. Yeah, (laughs) I think it was more like six times. (laughs) Hey, you're the one that said it, not me. I don't know. There's a rumor going around. Boop, boop, boop. Boo. Can I die? <laughs>